Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You may be seated. Eager to sit down, huh? When Christ ascended to heaven, his ministry did not go with him. Christ, while he was performing his ministry on earth, equipped his disciples to carry out his ministry even after his ascension. And the twelve apostles were given authority over unclean spirits, diseases, and every affliction. However, this authority that they had over these things was not given as their most important part of their ministry. Their most important part of their ministry was to proclaim the gospel. The gospel that said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It is now. And the works that the apostles did, as well as the miracles of Christ, was evidence that this gospel was true. The message that the kingdom of heaven is at hand is still the gospel proclamation of the church today. And this message is as urgent as ever, as our Lord says in the beginning of our gospel reading. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now, we may look at this, and the ones to labor in the Lord's harvest are most clearly understood to be pastors who labor among us. They are given the authority to preach publicly the gospel and to administer Christ's sacraments. But the authority to preach does not come with a diploma from a seminary, though that may be a qualification for one who preaches. The authority to preach ultimately comes from Christ through his church in giving a call to a man to proclaim the gospel in their midst. The authority to preach rests with Christ in his church. It is not something that one can take for oneself. It belongs with Christ's church. The gospel is given to the communion of saints as their treasure and hope. And everyone in the church has the responsibility to share this gospel. Although not everyone has the responsibility to share it publicly from a pulpit. But there are men who are given such responsibility in the church. Though it is the responsibility of every man to seriously consider if God is calling him to public ministry, it is through prayerful prayer, through faithful prayer, prayerful discernment, public examination, and even encouragement of a few that can go a long way to encouraging a young man to enter into the pastoral office in Christ's church. And certainly fewer and fewer are stepping forward to answer Christ's call. And every year, more and more churches go without having a, sh a pastor shepherd them. But most are not called into public ministry. Yet, that does not mean that there is not work to be done in the harvest field by laymen. There are many ways that we, as a community of faith, labor in the harvest field of the Lord. 
It begins with faithfully carrying out our various vocations and stations in life, such as being a faithful son or daughter, a husband or a wife, an employer or laborer, a citizen, and yes, even a faithful member of Christ's church. As children of our parents, we honor them by obeying them. And when they grow old, we care for their needs as they had cared for ours even when we were young, especially on this Father's Day of which the whole nation celebrates today. As a husband, carrying out the labor of the harvest field, to you, you are the spiritual head of your household. Your first responsibility is the spiritual care of your family and providing for that which they need. You are to protect them and lead them as Christ provides, leads, and protects his church. And wives are to be a helper to him in doing this for their children. As an employer, it is your duty to give your laborers a fair wage for their labor, not taking advantage of them. Laborers, in like manner, are to do the work that they are, to be, that they are given and to do it with all joy. Doing these things gives honor to Christ's gospel and shows that Christ's gospel has an impact on the world, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Finally, as members of the church, we have work of being a faithful steward of Christ's gifts to give back to the Lord. And yes, this may include tithing and giving of financial gifts that uh, God has blessed us with back to his church, but it is not only limited to financial blessings. Certainly the giving of one's time and talents are as much of a blessing as giving back to God as it is with money. That means to volunteer when there is need around the church or her mission. Whether that be for volunteering for a board or committee, leading a group for Bible study, and yes, even giving back to our children in providing Sunday school and youth group so that they may be fostered by the gospel as well. These works that we do in our daily lives and as a church serve as a testimony to the gospel, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is done so that others may hear the gospel and believe it to be theirs. Because our ministries touch many various people in their various circumstances. In touching the needs of others and leading godly lives as individuals and as a church, we continue the ministry that Christ gave to his disciples with the proclamation of the gospel. Christ does not call his church to do any labor that he himself is not willing to do. For he has labored among us in becoming a man. God preached to us this very gospel that the kingdom of heaven is near. He forgave sins. Our Lord cast out demons and healed people of every disease and affliction. And he did this without any expectation of us to pay him back. 
he was the one who was as wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove, as he lived and proclaimed the gospel among us until the time that all his work was finished, and he breathed his last as he died on the cross. At that moment, the kingdom of heaven was certainly at hand. Forgiveness of sin was one for all. Satan defeated. And the promise of heaven would no longer where no one and the promise of heaven was was the promise where no one would no longer labor to have the ground produce its fruit. The sweat of our brow was wiped away by the blood that dropped like sweats from the brow of Christ. All the work, all the labor necessary for salvation was finished. The work that we do together as a community of faith is the work that is necessary to let Christ's victory be known. The work that Christ calls his church to is faithfulness to him. And let's be honest, that though there are times when our simple flesh may become weary with all this labor of proclaiming the gospel among us, it is a labor that der derives from who we are as baptized children of God. The weariness from this labor and the trials of this world are only overwhelming to our sinful flesh. But in our new life in Christ, it is as natural and effortless as the air that we breathe. It is the new Adam in us that continues to do the work of the church in proclaiming the gospel into all the world. And the day is coming and is certainly now here. But we may rest from our labors and be gathered in for the harvest feast in the kingdom of heaven, which is at hand. That is, which is now. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. The peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.